Welcome to The Naked Truth, real talk about West Coast Swing. My name is Eric. And I'm Deborah. And today we are discussing the open, the routines, the performances, the judging, the trends, and a couple of special announcements that happened over the weekend. Um, Oh boy, indeed. It was quite the weekend and a lot happened. A lot happened. How was your weekend? How was how was it putting your routine on the floor? I would say that this is probably the most um, relaxing, least amount of stress that I've had competing at an open in a long time. That's great. What was yeah. different? Um. Well, obviously, what's different is is like I feel like I haven't. I don't have to prove anything anymore. I'm like like I'm over and I'm done with it because I sometimes the 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 open, you know doesn't leave a good taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to let that get to me. I just want to get out there and dance because I miss dancing. I miss performing. Yeah. It's something that, you know, is part of my, <clears throat> my makeup. Right. Um, so I had that mindset already. Um, it was a joy practicing with PJ, like literally a joy, like, um, hardworking and fun, um, uh, laughs, uh, mental breakdowns that, <laughs> you know, but where we supported one another, um, just, it's hard to explain. It was, it was like, um, it was like a Zen kind of feeling of a, of a dance partnership. Um, his family was great. Cause you know, I spent, I went there November 1st and I just stayed at his house till, right. till the open. So I practiced his house in the studio and I cooked, you know, for the family. And then we had some, we had, we had, uh, pre Thanksgiving, you know, the Wednesday, the Tuesday before we, or the Sunday, Saturday rather, we, before we left. Mm-hmm. But the open, um, great experience ma- getting our costumes made. Uh, and I loved my costume, which is rare. I never really love, love, <laughs> love my costume. So I love my costume this time. Um, and then the, the outpouring of like support and love before the open and, uh, at the open and then after our performance was, really unbelievable like so many people were you know excited for us and happy for us and proud of us and proud of me and proud of pj and it was just a nice like feeling to have everybody behind you which i i don't remember ever having that many people you know in my corner so it was really good and it was it was nice to see my peers dance on the dance floor and you know cheer them on and be there for them and it just was a different experience it was real nice for me anyway. I'm sure everyone else back there was freaking out. And I was like, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. And I, I told you this um, over the weekend, but um, when I finally did get to watch your routine, um, yeah, it was just super connected. And you two, you worked really well together. Um, and I, I said this, but I'll say it again. I love that it was a Benji choreography and did not look like a Benji choreography. It looked like a Deborah and PJ choreography mm-hmm. like it was you two and a, and a nice blend of your styles and i thought that was fantastic yeah well we tried to obviously put some of us in there and we had and i mean th- we also had such great like we had benji choreograph and then we had robert mm-hmm. um help us and then and then obviously pj and i you know did some stuff together you know you have to understand that the two of us were like down to the wire right we don't we didn't have the amount of time that every other couple had um to you know, practice and perfect their routine and, and just have, you know, having, an, uh, you know, time behind, you know, their partnership. So, so I feel very proud of, of the product that we put out there considering all of that. Mm-hmm. And, and would, could it have been 
better? Of course. I mean, I'm never happy with anything <laughs> that I put out on the dance floor. Like I'm my worst critic. Like when after I go to competition, even still with Jack and Jones Strictly Swing, I'll, I'll download that video and I literally I will watch it a hundred times. And each time I watch, I find something else that I don't like that I want to <laughs> fix. Right. Um. So, but even still, I'm proud of what we put out there. I, I, I had a beautiful experience. The audience was so kind and loving, mm -hmm. you know, to us. And so do I want to get out there and dance again? Yes. <laughs> That's how much I missed it. Like I loved being out there. It was like, I was like, oh my God, I forgot what this is what it's like. Yay. Yes. Yeah. Um. But all, all, all in all, like fantastic experience. And yeah. remember, I've been doing the open since 1997 and every experience is different. Mm -hmm. Um, and this was, and I'm not saying that I didn't get nervous a little, you know, before when I went on and stuff, but I was, I was more relaxed than I, than usual. Yeah. So yeah, I enjoyed it. And I've had 10,000 rhinestones on my costume. So I was really excited. <laughs> about that yeah. Too. Your costumes were great. <laughs> The I pattern. I really like the pattern. Who designed your co your costumes? So uh, Brenda Tolette, <clears throat> Um I sent her a picture of like kind of what I wanted, and then she sent me different types of uh, stretchy lace material with different types of patterns on it. And mm -hmm. this was the final one. This was the one that I really liked. Mm -hmm. um, and then, real, lit seriously, this was also the best experience. Like. Usually when I go get my costumes made, it's always back and forth, back and forth. This doesn't fit. And that's not right. Or can't get in touch with the dress designer. She's not around and blah, blah, blah. And she's having a nervous breakdown. There's always some type of drama with the, <laughs> you know, with the fashion designer that makes your costume constantly. And Brenda, I, I send her the picture. She, I should, we do our measure, my measurements in, in um, Nashville, you know, week, a month before the open. Um, sends her the picture. She sends me pictures of this, the, the material that I want. I tell her how I want it. She mails me the costume without the rhinestones on it. I try mm -hmm. it on and it fits perfectly. I was like, wait a minute. Hold on a minute. <laughs> this isn't right. Like you saw me once. You did, you did my measurement. There was no fitting. Like, like I tried it on. It was fantastic. Wow. And I, and I was like, wow, that was easy. I sent it back to her and she, you know, but yeah, she puts the rhinestones on it. And then, you know, we pick it up like two weeks before the open. Um, and really, she had to like fix like the bottom of uh, one of the sides of the pants because with the shoes on, it was still kind of like dragging a little mm -hmm. bit. Yeah. I didn't want to trip. And that's really the only like fix that's like unheard of. Right. Like usually it's like it's a whole size too big or the pants are too short or, you know, the straps aren't right. It was all perfect. Did you design yours and then PJ d designed it based on no, what you picked so, out? So here's what happened. The song is obviously called Crossfire. So. Right. I, I picked the colors. I wanted charcoal gray and black. Um, and then Brenda sent a drawing and I was like, I really like this PJ. What do you think? And he's like, no, I like it too. I was like, great. And so, so she designed she, both of you at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, like she was quick and fast and, uh, yeah, it was the easiest experience I've ever had. Like, <laughs> costume. And which is so interesting to me because all of my costumes before this one, are um like simple mm -hmm. not hardly blinged out i have a little bit of bling right. um but it's it's usually either a unitard you know that i bought from you know the dance supply shop and then they just have to rhinestone it or right. it's pants and then a crop top mm -hmm. you know with a, with a little bit of rhinestones uh on it and, you know 
a bustier. This was like, you know, a see-through stretch lace unitard with a, with a, you know, a jumpsuit underneath that was just like up to bike short size. Right. Right. So the, the legs were still kind of see-through. Um, and then 10,000 rhinestones. I mean, like what? I mean, the costume was heavy too. Like when I first put the costume on, I was like, Oh God, like, am I going to be able to dance with this? <laughs> it's like, stretchy. It put, yeah, it was stretchy. So <laughs> the rhinestones like weigh the, you know, yeah, that's true. The lace down and you put it on and you're like, oh, well, I felt amazing in it, but it was how I wasn't used to all those rhinestones. Yeah. And then obviously, you know, walking around waiting for the, you know, prelims, you kind of get used to it. Right. Right. And it was comfortable. So. By the way, yeah. I think 2018 yeah. is the year of the bodysuit. Is it? <laughs> how many <laughs> followers were wearing a one piece bodysuit? Unitard. Unitard. Yeah, you know, yeah. 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 Like, you're right. The, it, uh, it left and right. I was like marking routines. Also, also, it was the it was the weekend. Twenty eighteen was the weekend at the open for black and white, and black and nude, and black and nude, and it was maroon bl- red. Right. They, yeah, they, they were everywhere. Oh, and in addition to the unitards, um, tunics for men. <laughs> yeah, like asymmetrical tunics yes. were everywhere. Yes, they were. I was like, I think you all went to the same store. But it looks it's a fantastic. Fashion trend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what's different about competing or doing a routine at the open than other events? Oh my God. So many things. Um, the lighting, the audience, Robert Royston announcing you. Mm-hmm. You know, he even, you know, he steps up an extra notch at the open, mm-hmm. Robert. He makes sure that everyone feels like, ah, you're special and you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the judging, <laughs> which we'll get around to. <laughs> right. Um, and also to the open from, for the most part, I mean, it's changed a little bit, but usually the open is where a lot of people bring their new routines. Like they start the year, right? Even though it's the end of the season, mm-hmm. they start the season with a new, um, routine. Yeah. And some do their old one in the prelims and new one in the finals, you know. Yeah. So that's different. I would um, say most couples were debuting new ones, right? Ones yeah, we've never yeah. seen before. But you're right. I mean, I remember watching like I think Jordan and Tatiana used to debut at Capital and then run right. their routine through the end right. of the year. And eventually they switched too, I think, to debut. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's six and one half a dozen of the other, because when you debut at Capitol, then you have almost almost a full year to season your routine for the Open. Sure. Right? Um, whereas for the Open, if, if you don't start, like, like if you want to be seasoned for the Open, really the best time, for I think, for me, to start your routine to look impeccably polished yeah. is like, you know, July, August. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's especially for partnerships like, say, me and PJ, because we're new. Right. Right. Like, if you're an old, if you're an older partnership and you've been together for a long time, you can start later because you understand each other's um, learning curve and 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 uh, quality of movement and 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 uh, you know how your brain works for choreography. Right. You know. <clears throat> uh, so, but in general. I think, you know, a good time to start is always July, August. Yeah. 
it looked like there were some routines that could use some polishing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like, like they weren't was... ready. Yeah, yeah. Yours looked like, polished. Uh, yeah. Especially given how much I was impressed, given how much time, like having talked to you about how late in the season you started. Yeah. Um, yeah, you guys were super clean and super connected. That's appreciated. Muchly. 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 Bigly. <laughs> Bigly. Um, <laughs> I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. Although Bigly is a word. But anyway, moving oh, on. Yes. Um, so let's talk about the main events this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Classic and Showcase. Um, what did you... Let's start with Classic, um, since you were in that division. Um, what did you think? What Did you have favorites? Um, what did you think of how things turned out? Trends and the routines? Um, so (laughs) it's such a loaded question. Yeah. I'm opening it up to whatever, wherever you want to go with it. It's it's so hard. I, um, so I'm going to start with showcase because that's originally, that's, that's my division. Okay. Um, and I was super impressed and happy with showcase. Mm -hmm. I felt that there were a lot of, um, good dancing as well as good lifts, um, a great energy yeah. in showcase. And, and obviously, you know, what Benji did was just, it, it was remarkable. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard to, I was now Benji made me listen to the song before, uh, the open. And when, and, when he made me listen to the song, I, w- I was an emotional mess just listening to it mm-hmm. and then, and not seeing the dance part of it. Right. And then at the open, you know, they get on the dance floor and, and it starts and, you know, and I'm listening to the words and watching what they're doing. And I'm, and it's just, I'm, I'm becoming completely overwhelmed and I become, the dance is over and I'm a literally a blubbering idiot. Yeah. I, cannot contain myself. And I'm an, you know, I'm an empath and a very emotional person in general. I get affected. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but this was like, it, it took me, it took over me even to the point where they were done dancing and we're still clapping. And, and I, I'm trying to like catch my breath and like drive my eyes. Cause the, I don't want people staring at me looking. Cause I've looked like a blood. Literally. I was, <laughs> I was, a, I was a hot mess. Um, and then I sat down and I took the program and I was fanning myself and I was saying to my head, in my head, I can't believe what I just saw. Oh no, I know what I just saw. I can't believe it. No, I know what I saw. <laughs> it was just it, like the words and I, and I felt and I knew, I knew what he was talking about because I've been there too, um, with that. So that was something, um, that stood out for me for showcase. And then of course I, 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 I loved Miles and Tessa's mm-hmm. routine. Um, I, I loved Miles and Tessa's routine. Mm-hmm. I loved the choreo, mm-hmm. um, their performance of it. Yeah. It was like, it was very sexual routine. <laughs> it, it was, yeah, it was, it was, um, it was, it was West Coast. Yes, it, it was, was but it was very, it was, yeah. It was something. Yes, I, <laughs> I loved like, it. I think I need a drink after watching yeah, yeah. Miles Tessa. But I love the choreography and the yeah, and their performance was fantastic. And I've been begging them to dance to that song. Obviously, not that version. They found a different version. Mm-hmm. But I've been begging them to dance to that song for three years, and then 
you know, finally at, uh, I forget where we were. We were at the, we were, oh, I think we were at, um, uh, 5280 Westyval and they, they were there and they were like, come here, listen to our song for the open. And I was like, ah, all right. And I put it in my ears and I was like, oh my God, you found another version of the song I wanted to dance. Yes. <laughs> um, and then they, they were dancing and I was like, oh, this, it was so, and they looked so, um, comfortable. Yes. Relaxed. Relaxed. Mm-hmm. It was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. Uh, and then I, I, I loved uh, Glenn and Floor. That was a surprise. That was fantastic. It was the energy, mm-hmm. the performance. I I was impressed and mm-hmm. blown away. Like I was smiling watching that routine. Yeah, no, it was good. I enjoyed it. I would have liked a little bit more stretch. Sure. From from it, but yeah, it was it was incredible. And then obviously Floor and Philippe have a great routine, mm-hmm. um, which seems to be the song of the weekend or the movie right? of the weekend. The Greatest Showman was everywhere this weekend. <laughs> I loved yeah. when Brandy said we should make a drinking game out of it. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> well, fantastic. And I, I saw a box post of like he was keeping t- tabs on Facebook of how many couples yeah. had used it. I think it was like five couples used one of those two songs. Songs exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So showcase was great i watched benji's routine and i was you know in new york for the weekend so like family stuff was going on it wasn't until i think sunday that i watched classic and um so i was watching on my computer so i could like go back and forth and i watched benji's and i I had to go back and watch it again um to me like i watched it the first time and i was stunned but the the i think the thing i said out loud was that's art. Yeah. Like when we talk about being a performing art, because to me, art um, is about expressing an idea and provoking and evoking emotion. Sure. Exactly. That routine, it was like, did all of that. Yeah. And the fact that he used his own piece, like of music, Mm -hmm. right. Created the music and then created a dance that physically represented what he was conveying in the song um, Mm -hmm. was amazing to me. And I feel like, I've seen some routines where I feel like they cut the music or pick a song so that they can create a dance. Like they have right. a dance or dance ideas that they want to, they want to find a song for. Yeah. And here it was purely like he, fa- he created a song that represented what he wanted to say and mm-hmm. then created a dance that fit it. And yeah. it was beautiful. Um, it was, it was extraordinary. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's always extraordinary, but I felt like this really, because it was a personal song, mm-hmm. it just elevated it that much more to an art form. Yeah, he is extraordinary. You know, he's definitely um, one of a kind. There'll never be another Benji. No. He's just, yeah, he's just, and, and, you know, a lot of people don't know, like, Benji's not just a, you know, a choreographer, a dancer. I mean, uh, he plays the piano beautifully and he can mm-hmm. sing and, um, he, you know, he has visions of like, like he's a, he's a, he's an impeccable dresser. Like he's just, he's so just artistic in everything that yeah. he does. Um, <clears throat> I'm in awe of him really. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm lucky that I'm was in the presence of his career. I feel, I feel lucky to have been around for all of it. 
yeah. most of it. Like I wasn't there when he was little, 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 but I, I was there little enough. Right. So what was your reaction to his retirement from Showcase? I'm going to stop competing in routine divisions. And it's so that I can, can be a part of this more. People see me on Fridays usually at competitions and they see this stoic look. And it's not because I hate people, or at least everyone. I, <laughs> I, treat, I treat people accordingly. Um, but in truth, it's truth that I am so focused on what I have to do and I don't want to let anything take away from the experience of these three minutes. And I want to be able to pass down that passion. And it's getting to a place where I'm standing and straddling on the abilities of my body and the desires of my heart. And they're not balanced anymore. And I look forward to being able to not have to put in the competitive grind, but to put into the artistic grind, to put into the coaching grind, to inspire generations to dance. Um, <clears throat> I'm not surprised. You know, he did something that um, none of us have done. None of us showcase dancers have done. Um, he, and showcase is, is very difficult. It's not like, you know, classic. And I'm not saying that classic is not difficult, but showcase puts a toll on your body right. like no other. Um, and for him to do it as long as he's done it, you know, he's got 14 titles and, mm -hmm. um, and you know, maybe a year or two of, not being on the circuit because when he went to his mission and all that stuff, but, um, you know, it takes a toll on your body. And, um, and he in particular puts a toll on his body. He does. Like he's, he pushes he's, so hard. He pushes the right because he's an artist and yeah. he's an, and he's an athlete and he's, he's, uh, he's an, oh, he's a high achiever. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, he's, he's just like, like there's nobody like him. So I, mm -hmm. I, I, to me, uh, uh, I'm not surprised that he retired, but I, I, you know, when, when, when he, re when you say he retired, he's just retired from doing showcase. He's sure. not retired, from you know, dance. from, from the dance. He's right. got so much more to offer and give and, and, you know, um, you know, and he can, he, he can enjoy his art, um, a little bit more because when you're doing what he was doing, um, you can't always like and spend time with your friends and social dance late out late night and, and have a good time because your body has to be in a specific way you know, for sure. So now he can be a little bit more relaxed and enjoy, you know, time with his peers and his family. And so, yeah, totally, you know, um, not surprised about it. Uh, very, uh, very proud of him for all he's accomplished and, and his speech was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Very hard. He's, yeah. He's a smart man. Mm hmm. Yeah, I, I was surprised. I think I was surprised because I just didn't know it was coming. Um, mm -hmm. Although seeing his piece, it kind of made sense to me. <laughs> right. Um, right. But uh, yeah, it, it was a surprise to me. But listening to him talk about, um, you know, why, to your point of not only pushing himself physically, but but getting back to just enjoying being a part of the community. Yeah. And he talked about other ways he wants to give right yeah, sure. in terms of choreography and, he, and teaching and coaching right. mm -hmm. um but i'll say you know i've had the privilege of, of studying with him in privates and and he's he literally changed my dance um there was a point a few years ago when 
I was really frustrated. I was just like, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. And mm-hmm. it was actually a boogie. I remember it was Saturday night at boogie and I was frustrated with my own dancing. And I was just like mad at myself. I was like, I'm stuck and I need to do something different. And I sat right. down next to Yenny, of course, who, <clears throat> who's been a great partner for me in many different ways um, right. on the dance floor. And I said, Yenny, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm frustrated. She said, I'm going to set you up with Benji. Yep. And she got me a lesson with him like a month later and it just unleashed a whole new aspect of my dancing. I didn't know. Right. Um, and I think he's brilliant. I think he's, I love his passion. I love his artistry. Um, yeah. And I'm so grateful that we have somebody like him in the community who's setting the bar really high. Yeah. And who's, sure. who's got that level of artistry. You know, I think a lot of times we get lost in the sport. I think we get mm-hmm. lost in the, sure the the grind of the mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. Um, or professionals who get lost in the grind of right you know the hustle because you have to um mm-hmm. and i feel like he's always had art first right um i just yeah i think it's fantastic and i think you know we you know, this is a true testament to the type of parents that you know benji has i mean buddy and Lori, you know have a, had a huge impact in my dance life and mm-hmm. career and they're part of like, like I consider them, you know, family. Um, and, and they instill, you know, good work ethic and, you know, family and all the juniors, this, like everything. So values that, yeah. Um, so thank you, you know, buddy and Lori for making Benji and Lacey, yeah. which that was also a highlight of my weekend too. I mean, I got to see Lacey, which, which I hadn't seen mm-hmm. um, in a while. And I got to see Heidi and I love Heidi. Yeah. Yeah, got to see her. Um, yeah, it just it was it was. I feel like I feel like every year the U.S. O- like the U.S. Open tops itself as far as feeling like magical. There are certain mm-hmm. magical moments that happen, and I think that happens every year at the Open. There's no such thing as an Open that doesn't have magical moments that's what the open's all about it's right. part that's part of it and that's what makes that different like you said er, asked me earlier about all other events are there magical moments at other events yeah every once in a while but right. it's not like the open yeah you know so there were lots of magical moments um at the open for lots of people right it was it was nice yeah speaking of magical moments and couples who are yes. retired <laughs> from yeah. competing. Uh, what do you think of Sarah. Kyle and Sarah and Jordan and Tatiana? Uh, Kyle and Sarah, Jordan and Tat. Oh, my God. So <laughs> so Kyle and Sarah, what they did, and I hope people got what they did, because what they did is they tried to show that the dance is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. They did the same moves to different styles of music in different order show and kind of like revamping the move a little bit, but you could right. totally recognize that it was a move before and, and showing that you can't, you can't, we can't be where we are today without the history. And then they showed the videos of it. It was incredible. That was a huge highlight of, of the weekend. And then, and then Jordan and Tatiana come out and they do this, you know, big production and, and then Jordan runs on top of the backs of the evil. And I was like, oh, my God, what is happening? I, I, it, was, it was another moment of, <laughs> oh, ah, you know, um, 
I'm so proud of my, of my peers and to be part of such a community that, um, each year they show a different facet of themselves, the good facets, you know, cause there mm-hmm. are some parts of this community that I, str- I want to strangle. Honestly, <laughs> there's no joke right. that I just want to strangle. Um, but then there are other parts that are just so, mm, you know, yeah, magical for me, the Kyle and Sarah, um, piece i had to watch a second time the first time i watched it i didn't watch because again i was watching on just like video so i just cut to them starting to dance and um and i saw the the changing songs and how the dance you know like you said was pretty consistent with like these minor changes in how they were interpreting the music right Mm -hmm. um as the songs change and i i did love the tribute to um to to wayne and jason jack and i'm pretty sure lance was in there too wasn't he I think so. For I a thought split Lance second. was yeah, Dancing with Charlotte. Yeah, um, I think so. But uh, yeah, but going back, I watched Robert's introduction that framed that that just kind of affirmed in my head that what I was watching <laughs> was what I mm-hmm. thought I was watching. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to watch the second time, but you know, like Robert said, I could watch them do whips all day long. Me um, too. And I just melt every time. Every time Kyle does his <clears throat> prep into a whip, I'm just like in awe. Yeah, um, I know. So, yeah, I, I just I just love watching them dance. Um and the Jordan and Tatiana piece um I really appreciate both last year and this year. Mm-hmm. Um and again, this kind of gets to the artistry of what they're doing that they're right. they're making statements, you know, last year right. in this country it was a very tense time and they did a piece that kind of reflected that tension and yeah. this year, you know, there's a little more hope after what's been going on lately and they're they're trying to reflect that. I'm not saying that mm-hmm. that's their interpretation, but that's my interpretation of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and so I appreciate the the message and just seeing what it is they have to put on the floor. You know, what right what as as leaders in the community as as artists you know up there with like the the idea of benji right like putting forth something artistic what's on their minds and i really love that they get the freedom to do that in this showpiece format i agree um, and that we get to see that um right. i thought it was really interesting they created some really interesting visuals mm-hmm. um yeah that one i had to watch again too the and then to see then to see robert and Lorraine. To fever. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> she doesn't age, does she? No. Does no, she no. like have a Lazarus pit? <clears throat> you know what? Lorene <laughs> and I room together sometimes at events. They'll put us together and we have a blast. Yeah. Together. But I always joke around with her and I'm like, and, and she brings a ton of food if she's dry, if she can drive to the <laughs> event. She brings a ton of food. Um, <clears throat> and she eats like nonstop. She has. <laughs> It's like, I, I said, do you have a tapeworm? I was like, cause I'm annoyed at you right now. I mean, I love you, but I'm annoyed at you. She's wears the same dress that she wore 20 right. something years ago. Her body looks the same. Her face looks the same. But then I say to myself, well, I got something to look forward to. <laughs> right. I gotta, I gotta like start working out and stuff. Cause I, I could do this. Yeah, yeah. I could do this. So that was a great, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, part of the weekend and, just so many things. And if it's possible, I feel like, I don't know, there was a crispness to their routine. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, they're both amazing dancers, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, there was something like crisp about the routine that it was different um, in a good way. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Yeah, I really enjoyed watching them do that again. I, that's one of those things that I wish I was in the room for um, to feel the energy of what they're doing. Right. Because I could tell there was something happening, but, you know, I'm watching on a video. So, yeah, it was just great to see it again. It was. So the other division, which you were a part of, um, is Classic. Mm-hmm. What's your take on Classic this year? I mean, there are a lot of good couples in Classic. Yes. Um, there are some interesting interpretations of what they feel swing is. <laughs> that's a, and, that's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> well, I, I just, I just find it interesting because, you know, we have, like I said, we got seven people on a panel and, you know, a lot of us got, including myself, got violated for, for swing content. And I'm like, what yes. do you, like, you guys need to know what you're looking at. Yeah. You need to know what you're watching. Well, my feeling, I don't feel like the, guidelines on swing content are it's clear. vague yeah they're they're it's not vague. clear enough um, i agree with that statement. and i looked it up i looked up the nasty rules and and part of the challenge is um that because the it's 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 all variations of swing right because we right. did have shag couples in there um right. and elements of lindy and bal balboa right. um or bal swing so because of that the rules are kind of vague in the sense that it's, it's you know, the nasty statement of swing is that it's six and eight beat patterns and there's two beat rhythms, right? Single, delayed, triple, double, right. which is pretty mm-hmm. much any rhythm within two beats. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, they list out the patterns that it can be done. Mm-hmm. A- and that's, to me, that doesn't narrow it enough. Um to some extent it does. Like when I watch the divisions or I watch the routines, I watch for, Oh, do I recognize that that's a whip variation or a pass mm-hmm. variation or a push variation? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you and I talked about this. Um, and I've talked about this with other people, but like one of the defining characteristics for me in West coast swing is stretch and or yes, the slot, yeah. right? Like slotted mm-hmm. momentum, linear, um, momentum. And, you know, that's not in there because, well, that's not required for Lindy. Right. right. And technically, it's not required for shag, um, right. which used to be circular or more circular. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I feel like there are lots of routines where I saw a lot of tandem movement. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't tell where the slot was for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I didn't see I could like count on one hand the number of triples. Right. But not according to the statement of swing there might have been enough to qualify like it's just so vague to me and you know like you said so many so many couples had swing warnings and or violations um Mm -hmm. and yet even couples that had major swing violations were still rewarded here's the problem there's only one problem (laughs) there's definitely many we go through a whole year of dancing in classic mm-hmm. at events. And, and obviously most people dance a different routine at the open, but doesn't matter. Right. We go through a whole year and we rarely talk about swing violations. and We rarely talk about swing content. It rarely shows up on, on a sheet. Right. It's there, but, and then we go to the open and it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's, it's everywhere. And my problem is, is that we don't have a, definite definition of what swing is, but we also have an event that's called the open right. swing dance championships, 
which opens it up to Lindy Hop, Shag, West Coast Swing, you know, St. Louis Shag, Carol. I mean, and the list goes on. East right. Coast Swing. You, you could do any form, DC hand dancing, any form of swing dancing. So how do you decide who has more swing? Right. How do you decide if they have swing at all? Um, I mean, I, I know myself as a, as a dancer. I know all 24 swing dancers. I know I've done them. I know of them. I know what they consist of. But I'm not sure if every judge on the panel does. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're going to call it the Open Dance Championships, then they need to know um, all forms of swing. And then, then and you need to put a definition of what each swing is. Right. Well, that's that's part of it, too. And, <clears throat> you know, uh, the idea that we know when we're watching a routine what swing form they're trying to do. Yes. Right. I watch a routine and even if there's not a lot of swing content, I can be like, well, that's West Coast Swing. Or I watch a routine and I'm like, oh, I see Shag. Right. right. Like I can recognize or Lindy, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like we you could almost so th- there's two different ideas. One is that you separate out the dances mm-hmm. instead of having all of them in one pool. You have a West Coast Swing division you have a lindy division right like you could separate them out and there right. used to be a lindy showcase division there that was. was separate from from there was uh, yes. showcase um and there are shag divisions but not a routine division right. so that's one option the other is it's just like having judges judge the dance to your point define what each dance is the characteristics of each mm-hmm. dance and then based on what they see judge based on that right Right. So if I'm like, okay, this couple is West Coast Swing, I'm going to judge them based on West Coast Swing. So mm-hmm. I should see the stretch. I should see anchoring. I should see, you know, whatever right. it is. Um, whips instead of shag pivots. Um, whip push, put your push pass whip. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, I just feel like it's so vague that people either, all, like, either judges say everybody's a violation or nobody's a violation. Well, so, and, and so, and moving to that point, that's part of one of the reasons why I wasn't hired as a judge this year at the open because mm-hmm. I didn't violate anybody last year at the <laughs> open. And my deal was I I'm not going to violate anybody because we don't enforce the rules. We don't do it throughout the whole year. And now people come to the open and we have different types of swing. And now you want me to violate them. Right. Um, so I'm not going to violate anybody. Hmm. I'm just leaving it like that. Yeah. Cause then we should, cause then we should just violate everybody. Well, and to your point, it's not enforced anyway. Right. So you get a violation, you get knocked down a couple of pegs. But so, like, in, if you were in a, if you were in a sport and you violated the rules of that sport, mm-hmm. you get like a flag, you get kicked out, you get benched, you get disqualified, right. <laughs> something. But like, if if somebody had, you know, if almost all the judges gave you swing violations, maybe you shouldn't be making finals, right? Listen, I, I, yeah, I just, I, 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 yeah, I just don't, I just don't understand, you know, and like I said. We got we got one swing violation and two swing warnings, and I was like, "Yeah, maybe you should go back and watch the routine." We have side passes into inside turns. We got continuous whips. Uh, we got underarms. We got I mean, like right. What like what are you watching? We got stretch. So that's the other thing that I was thinking about about this definition, where it says foundation of eight and uh, six and eight mm-hmm. B patterns. 
Um, I wonder how many judges are like looking for timing, like how long you go on for. I, I don't know if that's the case, but I mean, like you could look at a whip that's extended and blended into something else and be like, oh, no, it's no longer swing because it's like 28 patterns or 28 beats. And I'm going to say bullshit. Well, I would too. It because the swing. foundation is swing, right. right? And there are other elements of swing that count and matter, right? right? Um, but maybe that's where like, because yeah, your routine is heavily grounded in swing. And that may be a judge was like, well, but it's supposed to be six and eight beat patterns. And I didn't, I couldn't tell where the push break ended and the underarm began or whatever well, it is. you shouldn't be judging. I agree. If you can't make a judgment call in three minutes, like that, that's the other thing too. Like I can watch a routine in three minutes, and and it, and as I'm watching the routine, I can I can know if they have enough swing or not just by watching it. Yes. Come on. Well, I'm gonna call out one routine because mm-hmm. I I loved it in the sense that it was beautiful mm-hmm. and it was um, uh, musical. Like the musical interpretation was ex- extraordinary. They had lots of interesting visual um, mm-hmm. transitions and connections. And mm-hmm. I love both of those dancers, and it's Yakub and Emmeline. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're extraordinary dancers. I've known Yakub for a couple of years now. I met him back in Europe when he was up and coming. And I think if I had just one ounce of his talent, I would be happy. Um, right. <laughs> and same with Emmeline. Like, who they're doesn't beautiful. watch Emmeline and just be like, oh my God, that's gorgeous. Right. Their routine, I watched two, maybe three times. And I'm, I like maxed out in my head at like 30% swing. Mm-hmm. And they had violations from, <clears throat> or warnings or violations from five out of the seven judges. Mm-hmm. And they made finals. Yeah. And it's and not I- to say that what they put on the floor wasn't awesome. Like, I love the routine as a dance routine, but as a swing routine, I have a serious problem with it making finals. I agree. I just, again, I feel like if you have in prelims a number of violations on your routine. Now, granted, some people do prelims one routine and then finals another. So then there's an issue there because I can DQ. Then how do I DQ somebody in prelims and nobody will do their routine in prelims? I won't get them in, you know. But anyway, I I just feel like if we know that they're not doing swing, it just bothers me that that in a swing competition, Mm -hmm. that swing dancing is not prioritized. Listen, the open is always the place where there's constant con- controversy. Um, and again, you know, part of the problem is, is we don't have a standardized definition of what we're doing, what we want, a, a definition that's, that's attainable. That's, that's, yeah, that's not, functional. That's functional. That's not so vague that people are going, well, I can kind of interpret that this way. Right. There should be no room for interpretation. I agree. And it I should d- be so straightforward that there's no doubt. Right. And I don't think it needs to be a definition that's restrictive. So no, to say, not. like, if I see West Coast Swing, I should see stretch. I should see redirection through stretch and right. anchors. And um, right. I should see slotted movement. And I should see passes, pushes, and whips. Don't even say right. six and eight. Just say passes, right. pushes, and whips. Right? right. Because those are the kind of movements we're talking about. But here it's like, oh, we do open to closed and closed to open position pattern. It's like so right, right. freaking anybody. Yeah can do anything. And so there were some judges who were very light on violations. Now I'm curious because of your experience, if they're going to be back judging next year. Um, And there are others who were violated, who wrote violations for everything. And, you know, we have a standard definition, but it's not functional. Like there needs to be a set of criteria 
of things you can visually identify in a routine that qualify as swing. And there isn't. And until we remedy that, I feel like it's going to be hard to, to use Brandy's terms, to contain the peach pies. You know, like there was, there were a lot of great apple pies out there. But there were a ton of peach pies too. But there were peach pies. It's just, fortunately, the peach pies had a lot of great apple pie competition. (laughs) Yes, fortunately, yes. Like there were a lot of great ones. So Mm -hmm. for me, like watching Gary and Susan, um, I have to say, uh, I admittedly, I was taken aback by the song. Because I so love I. I love September, and I was like, "What did you do to September?" <laughs> <laughs> like, it's this happy thing, and now it's like kind of edgy and dark. Um, right. But yeah, they're like I applauded at home. I thought their choreography um, and their p- performance, of course, is extraordinary. Yeah, um, it was no surprise to me that they won. I felt it was wholly deserved. Um, but there were other great routines that were chock full of swing. Um, fortunately, blues and soul were everywhere, which was great yes. for a change. Um, so, was, so that, let me, let's just back up for a second before yeah. you get there, because you will hear judges complaining left and right about people dancing, not enough blues people dancing, not enough, that, not, not, and now this year we had a lot of them mm-hmm. and it's not like they were rewarded. No, I feel like a no. number of them were though. Yeah. Okay. I feel like a number of them were. I mean, Jake and Mackenzie put a fantastic yes. blues routine out yeah, on they, the floor. That was that that was not only wonderful, but a wonderful surprise. Yes. <laughs> Just agreed. knowing, like, having seen Mackenzie's routines, um, you know, she, do, she does a lot. Of, she does a wide variety, but I've never seen mm-hmm. her do a blues routine like that. And I feel like Jake was really in his element. Um, and Jake's rem- been working hard for quite some time. Oh, yeah. And I remember him He's doing routines with Talitha, and they did blues yeah. and soul. And I felt like that was his jam. And so it was great right. to see him. Like his performance was, I watched him probably more than Mackenzie, which is rare because I'm usually watching Mackenzie um, and her movement. Um, I thought it was fantastic. So that was like a good piece of apple pie. Um, Sean and Courtney. Sean and Courtney. I mean, their performance, I felt like, um, and this is something too. I I felt like they upped it a little bit. They turned it up in the finals. Yeah, they did. Prelims. Um, That's just good. Which, yeah, but it also made me think that maybe we shouldn't have the same panel for prelims and finals. Mm, Because it was really hard for me to not compare to what I had seen already in prelims. Oh. You know, like we have a natural bias of Speak for yourself, Eric. (laughs) Well, it's not to say that my placements at the end of the day, but I had to recognize in myself that I was comparing. Right. I think you have to recognize that you've seen it. Um, yeah, but that does, I, I wouldn't compare it at all. I, that after the prelims are over, the prelims are over. I just enjoy what happens in the finals. Are you recognize in your head that obviously in the finals they turned it up a notch, but that doesn't come into account of. No, no, no. It doesn't score. come into account of scoring, but I feel like if a judge is not aware of that, the fact that they've seen it already, this gets back to what you were saying before, what we talked about in judging that people have biases. And if they're not aware of it, um, then How it's going to affect their scoring. Aware? It's mind-boggling. <laughs> lots of people you, aren't. How could you not be aware? We have lots of cognitive biases that affect our decision-making that uh, are inherent. Heuristics. Yeah, that's another... We're wired for it. I know, that's another podcast. Yes. Um, <laughs> but in any case, um, I thought Arno and Beverly put an Beautiful. amazing... It was like watching Kyle and Sarah, but not Kyle and Sarah. Like it was a Kyle and Sarah routine. 
mm-hmm. with two other people. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I loved it. I thought, yeah, great blues dancing. Um, uh, Thibaut and Estelle. I love that one too. It was a lot. an amazing routine. I mm-hmm. loved it. And it was whimsical. It was musical. It was classy. It was um, swingy. It was very swingy. And of course they danced to Otis Redding. Oh my God. Um, how could you, you, I mean, right. <laughs> like you, like want, one of the you won me with the song. So and totally. As soon as the song started, I was like, Oh, good job. So we had a lot of great blues. And I will also say, even though it's not blues, it was also just beautiful and classy and swingy, which was Tony and Larissa. Um, yes. I've been loving that routine all season and I felt mm-hmm. like they knocked it out of the park. They did this weekend. Um, yeah, it's just so beautiful. Um, so there were lots of good pieces of apple pie. Um, Simeon and Maria. So Simeon and Maria, <laughs> they were impeccably technically spot on. Mm-hmm. But when I watch them, I don't feel swing. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. Um, like, I, like I watch them, I feel Bolshoi Ballet. Mm. Um, do I think that they will? Because cause, cause every year, again, that's the other thing that Marie and Simeon do. They pick very um, difficult music to find the swing in. Right. Right? Uh, so this year they picked uh, the instrumental version of um, Time of Your Life. Yeah. Um, and then last year they did that whole, uh, was it the, the Russian like, thing, <laughs> the Russian thing. And then the year before they did star, star Wars. Wars. Yep. Right. Um, and, and I, I've seen both of them social dance and I've danced with both of them socially and they can dance their asses oh, off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're ridiculous. So I felt like this, like this routine kind of puts them in a box and doesn't really showcase their other stuff. So I, I Great quality of movement. Was I was I a fan? No. Yeah. Um I so I'm of a different mind, but I'm also looking at a different lens. So I agree with you about the the swing feeling. And mm-hmm. it got me thinking as I was looking over um these routines. Uh you know, we talked about swing content, but mm-hmm. we don't talk about swing style. Mm-hmm. Like, in other words, they they were doing passes, pushes, they did footwork. Uh, sure. They had stretch. And honestly, yes. one of the things that I love about the routine is their partnership. Mm-hmm. I love that they don't look at the audience a lot. They're really into each other. Their Connected. stretch and physical connection, as well as yeah. their like emotional connection is super Solid. strong. Yeah. Like that draws me in. I agree. But they're, they're doing swing stuff according to the statement of swing. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Like the style may not always fit. It almost feels like it's a little bit contrived. It's not like it's not them. Hmm. And I want more of them. Hmm. I don't know them enough because <laughs> I feel like that is their. <laughs> well, I feel like what I saw was their style, like beautiful, clean, connected. Um, it's been, a, I can say that I've seen them evolve even over the last couple of years sure, and they're dancing. Um, and I, I, I think they're dancing. Like you said, it's just beautiful. It's impeccable. No. Um, so I love the routine. I thought it, uh, I thought it deserved uh, to be at the top for the routine. But I agree with you in that the aesthetic was not what I was looking for. 
Like I, I, I appreciated more, um, Marina Motorienko's, uh, routine with her partner. Hmm. Um, they also did an instrumental remake. Yes, I know. It was like the Russians are coming with yeah. instrumentals of pop Yeah, yeah, it was interesting. But yeah, that was a fun, yeah, yeah. Uh, also clean, really creative choreography. But I felt more swing, more swing feel from them. Hmm. Um, but again, like, <sighs> This dance is, you know, so subjective. Yes. Well, so what do you, can you identify what it was that made um, Marina and Pavel's routine feel more swingy than Semina Maria's? Is it something uh, we can like identify visually? I think they have a little bit more circular motion within their lower half of their body, if mm -hmm. that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. A more, a more rounded feel in their lower half, as opposed to a very rigid, um, placed. And I, I know about rigid and placed because that's part of who I am. Sometimes I, you know, I have to push myself out of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, we're trained. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I think that, I think that's what stood out for me more, uh, with Marina and, uh, what was her partner's name? Pavel. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you a funny story about them for a second. I was outside with them and, um, Marina was, uh, introducing me to what's his name? Pavel. Pavel. Yes. And I was like, Oh, it's nice to meet you. I, I've never met you. He goes, really? You don't know me? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> and Marina started cracking up. It was so funny. I was like, no, I don't. Had you met him before? I no <laughs> no it was That's just funny cool. yeah yeah um yeah i thought they had a really fun routine i i yeah they were ones that i had on the fence about making it to finals like watching just given who was in there jesse and lanny i thought did a great job too by the way with uh, a blues routine um, i thought they were fantastic and i was shocked that they placed so low i yeah i was too um i thought they'd be top three for sure Mm -hmm. So now, so now, if we're gonna, if we're gonna compare swing movement, stretch, and blah, blah, and, and all that stuff, then I'm gonna say Jesse and Lainey over Maria and Simeon. Yeah, I think that's fair. I actually, yeah. I think I, I'm looking at my placements. Yeah, I actually had them second, and yeah. then I had Semina and Maria third, and Gary and Susan first. Mm -hmm. um, and then my fourth and fifth were Sean and Courtney and um, Thibault and Estelle. I mean, that's one of the things, too, about Thibaut and Estelle. Um, just their swing action, their lower half. The Yes. Uh, it's so beautiful. Uh -huh. um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fantastic. So I, I, I did think there were questions about, you know, this raised questions for me about swing content and swing style or swing aesthetic. Um, but overall, I thought there were amazing performances. I mean, oh my god, Hugo like, and Stacy were great. Yes, I, I mean it was a classic. Was a was a fantastic division, and quite honestly, I feel like because the, the everyone performed so um, beautifully, it could have gone any way. Like again, this is a subjective dance, right? You know, I'm sure you know there were a lot of judges that based based on you know, what they like better, what, what they felt, more, sure. you know, um, which is why this dance is, you know, it's so hard to get caught up in the competition part of it. It's like, do, do we want to be really, 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 you know, standardized, say like ice dancing and 
figure skating and, and, you know, and ballroom dancing that we kind of lose, you know, the, the artistic part of what, what we have and, and the ability to be so different. Um, or do we standardize more so that, you know, we can, we can keep our dance a specific place or do we just get judges that know what the hell they're looking at? Yes. That's the thing. Yeah. But again, I I think, I think there needs to be, uh, for no other reason than transparency, a clearly defined set of whatever, whatever criteria you're judging on. Right. Right. So that even if the judges know what they're judging on, they should be able to articulate it and it should, there should be a standard. Um, to me, I think the, 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 the compromise, I don't even want to say compromise. I think the collaborative approach. Yeah. Is to rather than be so strict, like the current definition of swing is both very specific in terms of six and eight and also completely open at the same time. Right. Right. And what I think we need are a set of characteristics rather than specific moves and rhythms. You know what I mean? Like they list out like whip and pivot and it's like, it's that's too specific. Mm -hmm. Um, But to say we expect to see variations on passes pushes, whips, we expect yeah. to see, you know, stretch for redirect, you know, stretch and anchoring, um, you know, have a set of principles and criteria that right. you want to see. We expect to see double and triple rhythms, um, things like that, uh, or even slotted movement. And again, maybe we do have to define it by dance and then judge the dance based on whatever they're putting on the floor. But I feel like, you know, we talked about this with Brandy, where Brandy's like, I don't know where it's going anymore. Like the mm-hmm. tr- the wheels are off the car now. Um, I feel like we do need, if this is going to be the U.S. Open Swing Dance Championships. It's then, actually called the Open now, well, not yes, even the U.S. I know. Right. Yeah. Well, I thought maybe the judges thought it was just called the Open and forgot that Swing was a part of the name. <laughs> so they just judge whatever they felt like. Um, oh, look, Zook. Well, it's the Open. I guess that's okay. Um, right. But I feel like there should be a, a definition, especially if NASDAQ is going to go international. I think in some ways NASDAQ going international can help um, both both dictate what swing is as well as be responsive to what's happening out there, right? I think NASDAQ is aware of what's happening here, but maybe not aware of what's happening in Europe. So maybe NASDAQ going international can help. Like, I think it needs to be it needs to be a living definition, but I do think there needs to be a definition that both guides competitors um, and sets the standards for what they're being judged against. And the fact of the matter is, is that there were a lot of great swing routines out on the floor. I agree. So it's not like we can't have great routines and great performances by sticking with swing. You know, if you want to create a dance, that's a routine that's really interesting, but not swing. Hey, we have cabaret for you. Mm-hmm. And you can be really artistic and really creative and, and put something beautiful out on the floor. But mm-hmm. I feel like if we're going to be judging swing dances, like all of the routines that we mentioned that were, you know, bluesy and swingy or Gary and Susan, which was swingy, but not bluesy. Like, right. like I can watch Gary and Susan and be like, Oh, that's a whip variation. That's an right. arm variation. That's a top totally. variation. Like I can just watch the whole thing and know that. And I, wish more people you know robert talked about this too right how 
the swing used to be the way to express the music, not we have a routine and then we got to cram swing in so we can meet the exactly. qualifications of right. whoever's judging. It's like right. swing can be really beautiful and expressive. Mm-hmm. And I feel like some judges are too restrictive and they don't allow the expression part mm-hmm. and others forget the, swing the part. expression too much. Right. Mm-hmm. So I just think that if there's a set of criteria um, or characteristics of the dance rather than just, hey, we expect to see some patterns and doubles and triples, but also delays and also, you know, singles and also like basically every rhythm is possible. <laughs> like they don't just say doubles and triples. So I just think it's interesting, too, because if you look at the like. So Ben and Cameo make the final mm-hmm. with their older team. Right. Okay. And then their new routine, if they would have done their new routine in the prelims, they wouldn't have made the final based okay. on the scores that right, they got. on the swing content. On the swing content. Yeah. Well, yes and no, because Yakub and Emmeline, despite all of no, their... No, no, but, but I'm saying... <laughs> to finals. If we, we would have had more of those couples right. in the prelims, if, if everyone did their new routine, it probably would have been a completely different final, yeah, I think. that's possible. By the way, in prelims, or sorry, in the finals, only mm-hmm. four couples went without a swing warning or violation. Well, here's also what I'm going to say. Barry Jones. In the nobody. Classic, nobody violations. I wonder if that's going to reflect on him like it did on me, because I got chastised for it and questioned about it. And I explained exactly why mm-hmm. I didn't violate anybody. Right. Uh-huh. So there you go. But let's see. In the final, because I'm curious about that now. The final, he gave nobody a violation. Nobody as well. Maxime gave one warning uh, to Ben and Cameo. Okay. Um, And in prelims, he only gave one warning to Ryan and Rhea. Interesting. So, again, is this, are they following your, you know, philosophy of like, well, if I'm going to penalize them i'd have to penalize all of them so i'm not going to do it um uh, you know because quite honestly it, it kind of it kind of ends up being well, well then if we could, we're gonna have to violate everybody then no one's in the final no one's gonna make the final right <laughs> no one's making the final because some judges will be sv1 some will be sv2 more will be sv2 so everyone's being dropped to placement and now there's nobody left to be in the final i yeah. mean it's ridiculous right but again, it's just it's, ridiculous. You know, they can all argue that they're judging to the rules because the rules are not specific um, or leave a lot of room for interpretation. I mean, even Gary and Susan got one violation. Um, Did they? Yeah. Danny gave them a, a SV1 and placed them third. So, so she originally had them second then. So yeah. she didn't even have them in first place at all. Right. Um, okay. she had Sean and Courtney in first and Jesse and Lanny got one warning and Pavel and Marina got one warning. Now, if you watch Jesse and Lanny's routine, they swung. Oh yeah. I mean, like swung. Yeah. They shouldn't have gotten a warning at all. Right. Like, what were you watching? Were you distracted by the blue in her hair? Come on now. <laughs> Give me a freaking break. Dunno. It's, it's just ridiculous. I just, I can't. I'm sorry. Let me take it down a notch. <laughs> <laughs> Serenity, no. Um, Where are my essential oils? No, but I mean, this is this is the issue. And honestly, like, 
I've, as long as I've been doing any swing dancing, so Lindy included, the question of what is swing has always been undefined. And yet I feel like when I talk to, like I talked to you and asked you, what do you look for? If I talk to Brandy or Robert, I've talked to other friends who are judges. And I always ask like, what do you actually look for? Like, what visually are you seeing when you identify swing content? And everybody's pretty consistent on what they look for. But that's none of those things. Stretch, anchoring, you know, slot, pass, push, whip. Pass, push, whip are in the definition, but everything else is not in there. And again, it's it's partly not there because we're dealing with multiple swing forms. Well, it also also because most of the people that are in agreement are people that are either dancing or still teaching because we should all be, we're all in agreement, all of us. Sure. Right. Yeah. But we're not the majority of the judges that judge the circuit. Correct. Right. So it doesn't matter that we're in agreement. Well, that's great. <laughs> but I, <laughs> yeah, correct. But I feel like if there's agreement among some people of what they're actually identifying, why aren't those reflected in the definition of swing? Yeah. I, your guess is as good as mine. Who's, who's deciding the definition? And why aren't they actually identifying things that, like you said, are functional? So anyway, don't want to beat that horse any more than we have, but it's, it's every time we watch the open, um, you know, the open is a big showcase of what this dance is and what it will be, um, especially for the coming year. And the fact that this issue is coming up yet again, um, it's always, listen, it's been coming up since I've been competing. And maybe, look, maybe it always will come up, but I feel like we're shooting in the dark as opposed to having some standard and then saying, was that standard upheld? You know what I mean? Like, it's one thing to have a measure. If you have a ruler and you say, does this ruler work? Um, and if we use this ruler and measure things, you know, what what is the impact? As opposed to having no ruler and then just saying, well, give it your best guess. Right. And then, is, then what do we do? How do you learn from that? How do you adapt and adjust to having a, a, a vague cloud that you're measuring against? And then how you do know, you train judges to judge swing content if they don't even know what that means? Or their interpretation of swing content is completely different. Correct. They're not calibrated. Yeah. Right. Um, and I get that some people are going to be more conservative than others about what swing no, is. Because, and I that's mean, fine. I mean, as but, long but, as you have a but listen, panel. it's totally different because the fact that uh, Laney and Jesse got violated, they shouldn't even have been violated the swing at all. I think it was a warning, but yeah, you're right. Whatever. They shouldn't yeah. have been warned. Right. That shouldn't even come up. Like, come well, on, people. Different people are seeing different things. Um, I don't know. Speaking of things that <laughs> give you agita. Um, Nasty <laughs> announced that they are degendering routines. <laughs> so, uh, how are you? How are you feeling about that? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not Don't. happy about it. Okay, tell us why. I, I feel we we're, look. We, we we just went through a whole discussion of uh, watching man and female dance together doing swing, and we still can't judge accordingly. And we've been doing it like this for how long? It's still, and we still can't do it. And now, now we're going to put male men dancing with men and women dancing with women. And now it's complete. It's apples, oranges, and bananas. We're putting them all, you know, 
in, 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 in one division. And two men dancing together are at an advantage because they have strength. Men, men dancing together and women dancing together don't look the, the same as a man and woman dancing together. I mean, if, if, if this is what you want, and I totally understand, if you want to dance with a man and you're a man, great. And you want to dance with a woman and you're a woman, great, because I lead all the time. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to compete as a leader. I want to compete as a female, as a follower, because mm-hmm. that's my role. That's okay. what I want to do. But if there are people that want to do this, why, why, why can't we give them their own division to do it in? So my understanding of your argument and correct me if I'm wrong, is mm-hmm. that um, one, there are certain uh, challenges mm-hmm. or advantages that mm-hmm. same-sex couples may have. So again, right. if two men who are physically stronger are doing showcase, they may have an right. advantage because it's right. easier for them to do right. in theory. Um, if I were one of those men, that would not be true. Um, unless I were being <laughs> lifted, if I were with, you know, a Barry Jones and he were lifting me, that might be fine. Um, but, uh, so that's one argument that it's not quite fair. I think the other argument that I've heard you make is that the, the peach pie effect, right? That there is an appeal to watching, especially so now, now because we don't see it very often, right? That if somebody jumps in, they have an advantage because they're different, the novelty right. of it. Right. Um, and the third is that it changes the dynamic of yes. the partnership. Yes. So for me, the um, I, I understand you on the first two points, and I, I, don't, I honestly just don't have a response for that, except to say, and this is sort of my feeling about the third one too, um, that we currently have huge diversity in body types, ages, music, yes. styles, interpretation, um, that it's such a mixed bag now that I feel like I, I understand your concern about novelty because I think that's a, a real thing that's happening and it does put, it could potentially put mixed gender couples at a disadvantage because they're not the peach pie anymore. But I feel like why not throw more fruit in the mix? I mean, we're already, if we can find a definition of swing and qualified judges, I feel like you could put grapes and kiwis in the mix too. And it's just, it is what it is. Um, like there's a mixed bag and we need qualified judges to discern. But I, I just, I, I just don't understand what the reasoning behind why they have to be in the division with us. They're not. Ha- we, we, we've all said, why, why not have your own division? No, that's segregating. No, it's not. You're different than we are. Two guys dancing together is different than a man and a woman dancing together. Two women dancing together is different than a man and a woman dancing together. It just is. But isn't for that argument? I feel like isn't it? Also, a different dynamic when Sean and Courtney dance together, who are married, compared with, I don't know, what if a gay man was dancing with a gay woman? They're man and woman, but they may not have the same dynamic or energy as like a married couple. So should they be in a different division? A married couple should be in a, another one still, because their chemistry still, is different? There's, there's still different sex. Whether gay or lesbian, she's, a les- she's still a woman. A lesbian is still a woman. A sure, but I feel still, like... Still a man. They're still, they're still male and female. But when you talk about man and woman, <laughs> listen, you're talking about masculine and feminine. Listen, okay, so listen, we, they, they want degender, degender, degender. To me, female is a gender, correct? Right. Male is a gender, correct? Yes. Okay. What distinguishes a male gender? What makes male different than female? Your body parts are on the outside. 
mine are on the inside. That's wait, not going to change. That's not gender. That's sex. Sex but is biology. Your, gender, gender is identity. It's still part of your gender. It may be. It's still part of your gender. But people who are Understood. transgender I may totally be get male that. on the outside and feel I feminine to- on the inside. I totally get that. So sex I, and gender are not always the same. I totally get that. We're not talking about... Uh, because I'm a, I'm a firm believer of you, you're, you're born with so, how you feel on the inside, and then on the outside you got something different, and vice versa. That sure. happens, right? It totally happens, which is why they, you know, they go through the whole but surgery. I, and I think but that's I f- important. I feel like you're making the argument, and I don't disagree with you, that like a, a male leader and a female follower is a masculine feminine dynamic, which is like traditionally what this dance has been. I feel, I feel, I feel it is that way because I, if I dance, if I'm a female follower and I'm dancing with a male leader, I'm going to dance different with that male leader than if I'm dancing with a female leader. It's just different energy. Sure. It's different. So what still if you female. were, if you were the leader and the, the man was the different. follower, it changes. Different. So they should yeah. also be in a separate category. It's still different. So should same, still- same sex couples be in a different category from reverse couples yes it's they're all different they're all different it changes but, but a blues couple should be in the same division as a fast well, contemporary couple music is completely different but that's what i to... but that's what i'm saying is that the music also still... dictates energy and dynamic it so does, you're able still... to compare i'm able to compare you and pj right mm-hmm. with I don't know, Sean and Courtney dancing blues, right? You're both amazing dancers. You both, I'm able to judge the routine. Um, but there's no novelty involved. We're not, we're still the same. Sure. But I feel like, I feel like the novelty issue is a judging issue. So regardless, not, regardless of what's on the floor, we change. still need to. That's never going to change. That judging issue is never going to change. I don't care what you say, how long you train them. Just like you talked about bias earlier. Some sure. people are aware of their bias. Some people aren't. That's not going to change. Not going to change. Then I feel like it's an issue anyway, in which case, why not have same-sex couples in the mix? Like, if you're going to be fighting the problem anyway, why not? And the argument, by the way, that as far as I understand, of why they want to be in the same division is because they want to be seen as equal. Yeah, guess what? I want to be seen as equal as a female in this swing dance community with the male teachers, but I'm still not seen as an equal. But yet, let's degender everything. Let's take away that, too. So well, okay. I agree with you on the degendering yeah. term. I think it's yeah, I think that's it's what I'm dumb. talking about. So I don't think we should be degendering. It's right. gender neutral. Like in other words, the roles ah. are gender neutral. Ah. But that's that's terminology. That's terminology. But still. Still words what? are effective. Oh, words I agree with you. Meaning. I agree with you. I don't think we should be degendering. I still have my masculine and feminine energies and you're gonna exactly. have yours. And, right. Words have meaning. Yeah, I agree with that. But anyway, the question of whether same sex are in the mix. Um, the question is, you know, can we judge a routine? You know, none of the criteria for judging say masculine, feminine energy or dynamic. No, but it still, it still changes the dynamic of the day. I dance different with a male than I do with a woman. I understand that. But I, my argument is, I understand what you're saying. I don't disagree. I think you're right. It does change the dynamic, but I also feel my feeling is that a, a a slow, dirty song is going to be a different energy than a fast, fun song. Different energy, different dynamic. So why why not also have same sex in the mix? Okay. 
<laughs> but like, I mean, I, 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 we could, we could talk to we're blue in the face because sure, I've sure. done this, this conversation. <laughs> I know, and you uh, and I have too. <laughs> and and I'm going to tell you something right now. There are a ton of professionals that are not happy that it's degendered. Sure. They won't say anything about it. Yeah, I will though. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm not happy about it. I and, and I, that's it. And that's fine. I, I, I like I, I totally understand where you're coming from about the different dynamic, about the novelty of it, um, the, the potential physical advantages or disadvantages. I, I don't disagree with you. We're, we're agreeing to disagree. I agree that those are all issues that are going to have to be grappled with. I mean, we, they don't do it in ice dancing. They don't do it in figure skating. They don't do it in ballroom. They have separate divisions for them mm-hmm. in ballroom, but they don't do it in ballroom. I, I I just, I don't, I don't understand. And nobody's complaining in those, uh, venues. And there's a ton of, uh, transgender, gender fluid, gender neutral, gay, lesbian, in all of those venues I just mentioned. Right. And they're all very happy. And ice dancing, really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I think it's something that I think what you're raising is going to be, hap- you know, it's going to have to be grappled with. Um, I don't think there's going to be a rush of same sex couples. And I don't think there's going to be a rush of same sex couples that are going to be competitive on your level um, anytime soon. No, but here's, here's the other thing I'm worried about. This is what I'm worried about. We do same sex couples in classic and showcase. And from, and let's just say I'm, 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 I'm making a scenario sure, for sure. many. For five or six, for five to ten years, a same sex couple never wins classic or showcase. And now the argument's going to be, well, they don't win because they're the same sex. You can't win. It's, you're right. It's, so, so, like, so why not just have your own division so we can avoid <laughs> all of this? Because that's what's going to happen. Because then they'll turn it into a now. Now we're being prejudiced. We're not giving it to, to you know same sex because. We're being prejudiced now. They haven't. Why haven't they won the open in the last ten years? You know, the new, the new ten years forward that I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's that's going to be the next argument. Yeah, and if you're they win, if you're doing, you're right. damned if, if you don't. If they win, they'll say it's because of the novelty. If they don't, and if win, they don't, it's because exactly. Prejudiced. So it's really, come on now. Yeah. Well, it's going to. I'm not be... heat or anything. <laughs> not at all. I just turned my heat down. Um... Yikes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I think you're right. I think it's going to be have to be grappled with. I, I think on the idea of being able to judge diversity, for me personally, I don't, uh, I, I feel like just as we talk about being able to judge without being biased by the peach pie, I feel like there are plenty of judges who can do that. Um, and I have faith that there will continue to be judges who do. And I also am disheartened that I feel like there will always be judges who are attracted to novelty, like you said. Um, but I do feel like the other thing is, is eventually the novelty wears off. So uh, I'm not as worried about that piece. Um, the different energy for me personally is not a challenge because I feel like I see different energy on the floor all the time, even within what we have. And unlike ballroom, we have a much wider diversity of music and energy and dynamics in our dance because of the music. That's than, true about the music and ballroom. Sure. Um, that doesn't mean. That doesn't mean anything, though. It's not being brought up in their in their community. It's just it's not being brought up. Nobody That's complains fine. about it. Yeah. Nobody says anything. But I think it's interesting here. I mean, our our sister dance, Lindy, has had same sex couples, um, without question or complaint. And West Coast 
it's been a struggle to make that mm-hmm. happen. Um, you know, personally, I, I am appreciative of people like Kelly Casanova and Samantha Buckwalter and now Helen Chow and, and Leah Brown, who sure. have been advocating for what they believe. And, and I happen to share those beliefs. Um, but I do think that you're right, that these, these are going to have to be considered that it's going to be interesting if there are couples in the mix, how are, how are NASDI, how are event directors, how are judges going to deal with these other couples in the mix in a way that's going to be actually fair and perceived as fair. Right. And like, you know, there's already a problem with, you know, fairness and perception between opposite sex couples on the dance floor. So we're just, we're just opening up a whole nother can of worms. Well, and why not? (laughs) And why not? (laughs) Why not? I feel like I have to have, like, after we're done doing this, I think I might just drink a whole bottle of wine by myself. (laughs) 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 We'll see if any of you listeners, um, if you too needed a drink after this, or while listening to our debate, um, let us know online. Yes, please. But also, yeah, and and I hope people will share their thoughts um, on both sides. And, you know, what I appreciate about this, by the way, one, is that you and I can disagree and still talk about it. Of course. Rational human beings. Um, and it's which not is, that not, doesn't happen in swing. This is why some of us don't talk a lot. Right. Absolutely. Be- because we get berated. Yeah. Um, Imagine. And I totally respect and appreciate your perspective here. Um, like, I think the points you're making are good ones. And I will also say that I really appreciate that. I feel like a lot of times when we talk about, um, you know, gender neutral or gender fluid or non-traditional roles, whatever you want right. to call it, that, you know, the argument is, well, people who don't want that are homophobic or they're, they're traditional and conservative or, and I feel like the arguments you're making are completely valid and based on the dance and how it's judged and how it's right. perceived. Right. Um, you know, these are considerations that like what you're raising, I don't feel like comes up in the debate. Let's change yes. subject. So one other note I had about routines is that I really wish people would not choose songs that are energetic, but not fast. Unless you're going to do a ton of quick and slow, like deceleration and accelerations. People dancing a energetic song that's not fast in tempo. It looks like your dancing is just too slow and low energy for the music. Unless you're using lots of accelerations. BJ and I danced to a slow song that was high in energy, but we did have... I felt like it was high in intensity, but not high in energy. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Like it had emotion. But I didn't right. feel like it was like, hey, party time. But like gotcha, the tempo gotcha. was really slow. Yeah, gotcha. Does that make sense? Because yeah, yeah, then I feel like their movement doesn't match. Right. Um, I will also say that I particularly loved Kyle and Tori and Sean oh. and Sarah in the Champion Strictly. Um, and Jordan and Victoria was fun. Um, but those, yeah, the in particular Kyle and Tori and Sean and Sarah, my notes are just a heart. That's my note. That was your note, a heart. Yeah, I just put a heart. Sean and I Sarah, like heart. Oh, it was so yeah. it was good. God, it was so good. It was also, and it was. We're talking about trends in choreography because uh, we talked about trends in costumes, um, music. The trends tended to be blues or slow and dramatic. Tended right. to be not all of them, but right. there were a lot of those um, trends in choreography. I noticed a lot of uh, walk off slash fade outs. Yes, I noticed that too. A lot of too. people ending their routine, like walking away or walking off. Um, 
And hands over mouths. That was a thing this year. Hands over mouths. Yeah, like not talking or can't <laughs> speak or. Right. Oh my That's God. Funny. I was like, well, I guess everybody watched the same hip hop video this year. Um, overall, I, I mean, as much as like this raised lots of questions for me about swing content and, and swing, uh, uh, quality. Um, yeah, I just was kind of blown away by the level of dancing out there. Um, it gets better each year. It was extraordinary. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, both inspiring and depressing at the same time. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, there are times where I'm like, yeah, I want to do a routine. I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to be one of those couples who watches myself afterwards and be like, what was I thinking? Um, I yeah. feel that way about myself all the time. Yeah. And now we see how some of these routines evolve over the course of the year. Um, yeah, I'm curious to see all that. And or who debuts new routines, because there are some couples like Tony and Larissa have been starting earlier in the year and, and mm-hmm. evolving their choreo. Um, so, yeah, be curious to see what else happens. Oh, I also wanted to give a shout out because this was a routine that I just loved was uh, Chris and Toro. Yes, they were great. Um, I thought it was just a gorgeous routine, fun choreography, stretchy, swingy, melty. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it was beautiful and I loved it. So I wanted to give them a shout out. Hall of Fame. What'd you think of the Walk of Fame? We had Yvonne, Don mm-hmm. Hampton, Don Garish. Mm-hmm. Oh, well-deserved. Yeah, I thought it was great. Saw you in the video for Yvonne. Mm-hmm. It's nice that they do that every year. I like that it was three women this year. It's nice. Yeah. I had the privilege of knowing Don Hampton. Um, me too. And uh, yeah, it was great to see she her. She always remember me. Yeah. She was, she was having such a, yeah, such a good memory and so funny. Yes. What a sense of humor with her gold shoes. Yeah, her gold shoes all the time. <laughs> the gold clogs. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, if people haven't seen her video, there's a video. Well, I'll post the link, but there's a video of her teaching a workshop where she talks about swing and what oh. swing is. And it went around after she passed. I'll post that, post that on, on yeah, our site post that. in our notes. Yeah, I think that's all I had. My only other note was that watching the interviews was a little painful. Yeah, huh? <laughs> I didn't um, watch them. Uh, I think it's Allison. Allison Brown is the one who does the interviews, and she has great spirit and energy. Uh, just wish she were a little more prepared for the interviews. Yeah, she was also a little kind of like unprofessional when uh, I did see one interview, Miles and, and uh, Tessa, and they mentioned you know, my name that, and she was like, like, really? Like she had something to help. Like, it was just <laughs> the face, like the face that she made was like, I was like, really girl, come on now. <laughs> yeah. Keep it in check. So thanks for doing the interviews. Think of some questions beforehand. Um, or let's not do them at all. Well, and I think it's an interesting opportunity to do that. I like then the get idea someone who's really qualified who knows what they're doing. Sure. If you really want this to be a television thing and, you know, and all that stuff, you got to like, you know, there are certain things you can't cut corners on. And that's probably one of them. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought it was great. Um, it's great to see Shag dancing. I feel like I don't get to see that enough. Always cool yeah. to see the juniors and who's up and coming. Yeah, they're great. And Rising Star was huge. I know. Um, but lots of great routines and lots of surprises, like people from all over the world. Yeah. That you otherwise would never know of mm-hmm. putting amazing, beautiful dancing on the floor. 
Um, what do you think? You think that they should do a prelim for Rising Star? God, just take forever. <laughs> um, or split it up into to, showcase and classic. Yeah, showcase and classic. I agree. I mean, I think that's the better, the better that's path. Agreed. Because for the same reasons that we split the professional division, right? Like, right. That's a different animal and different skills mm-hmm. required. So yeah, I think they should split it next year um, into two. But it, it was great to see so many, so many. couples um, mm-hmm. wearing tunics that were asymmetrical. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was a lot of those. Or unitards. But oh my God, so many tunics. <laughs> the Zook feeling is real, people. Um, yeah. All right. And with that... If you want to share your thoughts and reactions with us about this episode, please post a comment on our website. You can also email Deborah and me through our site at thenakedtruthwcs.com or through our Facebook page. Uh, but it'd be great if you would just share your comments when we share this episode, either by posting a comment on the site or as a response to the post. You can also tweet at us on Twitter. We're at NakedTruthWCS. And you can find us on Instagram at TheNakedTruthWCS. You can like us, follow us, and please go ahead and share our posts and episodes. And you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and a number of other podcast hosting platforms. If you enjoyed this episode, please do take a moment to leave us a review on Facebook. And if you're on iTunes, go ahead and rate us and give us a review over on iTunes. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Eric. And I'm Deborah. And And that's that's The the Naked Naked Truth. Truth. Oh my God, I am so glad that the end of that conversation, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I knew that was going to be a testy conversation I and I was, I was going to save it for a different episode, but it came up this weekend. It's just, a, it's a difficult subject. I don't want to talk about it ever again. Ever <laughs> again. Ever again. Never okay. coming up. Never coming um, up. I bought a of wine and enjoying myself. Next time we're going to have gin and then we'll talk. <laughs> I'll have the bottle of wine first. <laughs> right.